0: Hey there, pretty lady. Hope you're having an amazing day as usual. Um, Listen, so there is something that is so crucial for you to be thinking about as a woman, and that is the timing of your life. Now, I am a big advocate of not allowing anyone or anything to make you feel like you've lost time or you've lost Years of your life. I'm a big advocate of not going back to the past and regretting the past. I will never, ever tell anyone to regret the past. I'll never tell you to stay in a place where you are uh, bemoaning the past like you're grieving for lost years or you know maybe you're in a relationship and you feel like that 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 relationship lost caused you to lose years of your life or caused you to lose a part of yourself i would never be an advocate for you to grieve that or or to wish you know things had been different because guess what it's already done It's water under the bridge. There's nothing you can do about it. You can't change the past. You can't even change yesterday. You can't change five minutes ago. So anything that's in the past, you have to leave it there. But what we can do is take lessons from the past. And sometimes it's not just our past. Sometimes it's lessons from other people's past. Sometimes we have to to be wise enough and humble enough to listen to see what other people have gone through, take lessons from them and be careful. Because guess what? You do not have all the time in the world. You do not have all the time in the world. You don't. You know. When you're in your twenties, and you may be in your twenties, listening to me, you—it's kind of hard to. Think about that, that you don't have a lot of time. You kind of feel like, yeah, yeah, it's okay. I'll be fine. You're very optimistic and you really believe that, you know, you you have plenty of time to do these things. Uh, plenty of time to get married, plenty of time to have children. You have plenty of time, you know, to do so many things and you could be right. Um, but I would encourage you if you're in your 20s, if you've graduated from school, at least with one degree, um, I would encourage you to start thinking about getting married. I would encourage you to um, start looking into getting married, to start being serious about getting married. Not, not, do not waste your life with a long-term relationship. Do not waste your life. And that's what I mean by being serious. I mean, being actively looking for who who you can marry, not somebody who you can be, have as a boyfriend for three years. And then you guys end up not even being together, you know, actively look to see who you can marry. So that means any, many, many, mode. that means I'm, 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 I'm dating multiple people because one of them will end up as my husband. I'm, I'm open. Um, I'm not being overly critical <clears throat> on the things that don't matter. Remember, I've talked about content and I've talked about container. Container is the, is the man's character is his spirituality is his maturity it's his intelligence it's his um his kindness is his love um his patience all of those things are the container are the are the content okay you can't change the content okay the container is how he looks how he talks how he dresses the container can change Okay, so if you meet a man, you don't really like how he looks, you don't really like how he dresses, um, you don't really like how he, you know, does certain things. Have you ever seen a star when they were younger and you're like, wow, he really didn't look that cute before he became rich and famous? Yeah, you know, you can change how someone looks by changing a few things, So if someone isn't exactly what you thought about, or maybe they don't, they act kind of shy or that, you know, even if, if someone is not exactly what you thought about on the outside, but their inside is right, their inside is loving, their inside is, you know, sold out to Jesus, their inside is everything you want, you better give them a chance. Because what happens is that a lot of us have this ideal, perfect person in our mind that doesn't exist. We have this perfect man in our mind that doesn't exist. And the years keep going and going and going. And we think we're going to eventually meet them. Meanwhile, we could have been married all this time. There are potential people that could have been good spouses for us had we given them the chance. So, if you're in your 20s and listening to me, I really want you to be very um, conscientious of the fact that you can be married. And why wait? Like, why put yourself in a position to start having sex? Why put yourself in a position to um, be tempted to have sex? Why put yourself in a position to, you know, get pregnant? out of wedlock and have to struggle you're, you know you and your baby for a while have to kind of put your dreams on hold for a little bit there's a lot of women that are able to bounce back and you know still go to school still own businesses and all of that but they will tell you being a single mom is hard you know it it's hard i mean sometimes when my husband's not able to help me with certain things and i'm like gee i couldn't imagine doing this full-time <clears throat> So I'm not bashing being a single mom, I'm just letting you know that it's difficult and that if you're a good single mom, you are going to put your dreams on hold to to an extent because you have to take care of the child. You know, so they, why 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 open the door for all those things when you can get married yeah, to a good man. So the bottom line is not the age, the bottom line is in your choosing. So actually look at your choosing. Um and if you're in your 30s or your 40s, You know, thirties is another 30 is the new 40. (laughs) I mean, 30 is a new 20. Uh, You know, there's even 30 year olds that like, oh, I have time. I have time. No, you don't. (laughs) You don't have time. There are fertility issues that normally don't come up until after you get married, right? Because you're not supposed to be having sex. So you may not even know if you're able to have kids, you know, not to say that you know, God is not powerful. God is powerful. God. I had fertility issues. I was told that I should, um, I should just have a hysterectomy. I was told that when I was 30, that I should just have a hysterectomy. Now I wasn't having sex. I just happened to go to my gynecologist <clears throat> because I was bleeding so heavily. And they told me I should just have a hysterectomy. Like I, I had never had any children at that point. I wasn't even married, but they said I should have a hysterectomy because my Um, Reproductive system was so bad that there was just no way I would ever have a child. I have a five-year-old now that I, you know, gave birth to myself, you know, so God, you know, God, God can do anything. Right. So I'm not saying that um, God doesn't have the power, but the sooner you're able to deal with those issues, the better for you, because the older a woman gets, the um, less her chances of having a baby. So why have a prayer point? Why be disturbing the pastor? Why be staying up all night praying for two hours? Why be you know um, having to sow seed and do all of those things if you can take care of it in the in the beginning? Now I know I sound harsh, but I'm talking from experience, and I'm talking from not just my own experience, but experiences of many people. If you're in the thirties, get married. <clears throat> Look around for your friends. Who are your male friends? You should marry your friend. You don't marry who you love. You love who you marry. What I mean by that is don't be so fooled by the feeling of love. That feeling of love doesn't last. What lasts is friendship. And what lasts is agape love. So one day I'll um, I'll describe the three. That arrows love, the the romantic love, the love that you know makes you feel like you have this amazing connection, and we we're meant to be, and you know he's my soulmate, and we just vibe so well, and you know when we talk it's like you know, we just finish each other's sentences. We have so much chemistry. All of that stuff does not last. Not only does it not last, it doesn't keep a relationship. It does not make a relationship work. That's not what makes a relationship work. So you want to be very careful by focusing on that. You want to not focus on who you love that way. You want to focus on who is committed to you. And who you can be committed to. And who you can build a life with. And who you have a friendship with. And who has the spirit of God in them. And who actually shows godly character. That's what you're looking for. Because at the end of the day, um, there's so much more to marriage than love. Love is not enough to sustain a marriage. At least not the arrows love. The romantic love is not enough to sustain a marriage. So you want to be very careful in, of, of of being someone that's always looking for... Well, I just don't feel it. I just... You know, I'm just not feeling him. Oh, he's just not my type. Oh, you know, he just doesn't look the way I look. You want to, the way I, that, the way I like. Oh, I can tell already he's not my type. I'm not even going to waste my time. Sweetheart, get to know people. Give people a chance, <clears throat> especially if the content is good. If, they, if they're if they good on the inside. And then sometimes you don't know until you give them a chance, right? Sometimes you don't know. I'm not saying that every man that talks to you, you should talk to. Because there are some men that you can do you know, by their um, demeanor, by their word choice, by the things they say to you, you know that they are not um, godly men. If the man is not godly, don't give him the time of day. And that's another thing: stop wasting your years of your life with men that are not godly. I did this for years, and you know, I didn't realize I was doing it. I would, it just so—it just seemed like. The Christian guys didn't weren't attractive to me. I didn't find them attractive. I just didn't. Now when I say Christian, I'm saying like hardcore Christian, like living inside church. I just was not attracted to them at all. <laughs> I don't know why. I just wasn't attracted to them. Like I it seemed like the guys that were borderline Christian were the ones that, you know, attracted me. And and I didn't understand it. Like so those were the ones that I was always dating. Those are the ones that were smooth and good looking, that knew how to talk, knew how to take you out, knew what to do, know what to say. You know, those are the ones that were fun and engaging and, you know, you had wonderful conversations with them. The Christian guys just seemed boring and weird, you know, and so I didn't I didn't really, you know, give them the time of day until I realized, um, sweetheart. You don't have a future with these guys. You do not have a future with them. What is your life going to look like? Because the man you marry is going to be the father of your children. He's going to be the person you live your life with. He's going to be the one who helps you fulfill your dreams. So you can't afford to just be with just anybody. So if the man I'm trying to be with, he doesn't share my Christian values, what in the world am I doing? So I had to really step back and say, um, ma'am, talking to myself, like, ma'am, um, you don't have a future with this person. He goes to church once a week. I mean, once a month. You're in church every single service. What are you doing? So you're going to be, when you get married, you're going to be coming to church <clears throat> by yourself. Is that what you want? Um, when you have children and he's going to, he's going to be staying home and the children going to be like, well, we staying home with daddy. Is that what you want? You have to just be honest with yourself. I have to, I am committed to Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. So I need to look for somebody who's committed to Jesus Christ as my, as his Lord and Savior and and be honest with myself and stop entertaining anybody else. You know, so that also may be where you meet them. You know, there may, there's certain places you can't meet them anymore because it's like, why am I entertaining? Why don't, don't, don't even bother because it's wasting your time is wasting years of your life so number one don't waste your time with with a guy that you know is not a christian number two don't enter into a long-term relationship like what are you doing until you have a ring and a date you are single and you need to keep dating other people don't let a man pressure you into a relationship they always do that they always want because they want to claim you they want to Um, make sure that you're there. They want to make sure that there's, you know, that no one else can get you. But at the same time, if you really want to claim me, then marry me period. If you want to claim me, then marry me. If you want to be the only man in my life, then marry me. That's the only way that's going to happen because you, you, you you don't have time to be waiting all You don't have two years. You don't even have six months. You don't, you have to get on with your life and start making some babies and start, you know, doing some amazing stuff and building businesses. And, you know, you, you don't have time, you know, so so be very careful about wasting your time with the wrong type of men, and be very careful about allowing a man to rope you into a long-term relationship. Now, let's say you meet somebody and it's, you know, it's very evident and the person wants to be, exclusive with you and they told you they want to marry you they they meet your pastor they meet your parents all of that then the most I would give that person is six months honestly of of exclusivity you know six months and that's it like if we we don't have a date in and in a, and a wedding ring after six months you just plan i don't care you just plan you know um I'm ready to move on <clears throat> yeah because you know people have been engaged for three years and then then they, and then the engagement broke up you know, women have gone through some horrible things in relationships, all in the in the um, in the effort of waiting for a man, hoping that things will work out. And the longer you stay in a relationship, the more the harder it is to leave because you feel like you've invested so much. You feel like you know. Let me just see where it ends. Like I can't just leave right now. You know, you feel like you you you've given so much of yourself. Um, you you got to get some return on this investment. If you just walk away, you will lose how many years, you know, that's what women don't like. But you're going to have to be honest with yourself because God has all the time in the world. You know, God will come and, you know, him and the angels, they'll give you your tissue, your cry. Then, you know, you start all over again. You know, you, if you don't want to listen to God and you want to just see for yourself and, and try it out with, with a guy that's not really a Christian, go ahead. God will just watch you. He's not going to stop you. He may try and warn you if you're open and sensitive. He may even send somebody to tell you, you may be listening to me now as a way of warning you. But that doesn't mean that an angel is going to come from heaven and and put a sword in in between the two of you at the dinner table. No, you still, still God has given you free will. He will allow you to date that deadbeat man, you know, date that unbelieving man for, you know, the next six months if you want to. And then after he breaks your heart, God will come, give you tissue, and then you start all over again. You don't have that time. Sweetheart, be very mindful of your time. Don't waste time with unbelievers, men that are unbelievers. Don't allow a man to rope you into a long-term relationship without a wedding, without a wedding ring. And the third thing I forgot to say, I did talk about it but I forgot to mention it, don't be so picky that you don't you miss your husband. Don't be so picky that you miss your husband. If you listen to people that talk about marriage, most times they'll say the person I married is not really my type. The person I married is not really what I thought I would end up with. Most times that's what you hear the women say. Now the men, they know from the beginning most men when you interview them they say the first time they saw the girl they knew that that was the person for them you know they, and, it, and it and it doesn't necessarily have to do with beauty though it, it doesn't necessarily have to do with how she looks it could be just something about her they knew this woman like the first day I met my husband he told me I was his wife and we went on a date he just saw me out somewhere you know um and he saw me at work actually I was working <clears throat> and he told me that he's gonna marry me and I was just like how can you meet somebody you out of the blue and tell them they're going to be your wife. But here I am, I'm his wife, you know? So most men know ahead of time. And most women will tell you that this is, this was not my type, but he is my type. Like he's better than my type. Like, because I took the time to get to know him, I'm so surprised at what a wonderful guy he is. And I'm so glad that we're together. Most women will tell you that. So open your heart, get to know people. Get to know people. Go out on dates, but let those guys be Christian guys. Let And don't allow them to rope you into anything serious. You are not to be anybody's girlfriend. I hope you heard me. Have a good day.